Hey, welcome to Pod of Mercy. I am your host, Long Hair Linda, and today's special guest co-host is... Uh, Lex from iBattle. Lex from iBattle. How are you doing? You well? Uh, I'm okay. I can't complain. Good, good, good. Uh, well, thank you so much for doing the show. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard an episode of Pod of Mercy before, but we always start with a rapid fire round. So... Okay. You have 45 seconds to answer 10 questions. Do you think you can do it? I think I can do it. Okay. All right, just the first answer. Don't think too hard. That's where people get tripped up. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to get my timer together. Right. Um. Okay, and go. What's your guilty pleasure? Ice cream. Do you kill spiders or take them outside? Take them outside. Would you rather fly or have super strength? Super strength. What is a nickname from your childhood? Uh, I don't have one. Lex, I guess. Number one goal to achieve in five years? A uh, million dollars. One thing you regret spending money on? Not getting me closer to a million dollars. <laughs> Salty or sweet? Uh, sweet. Favorite board game? Monopoly. What object do you misplace or lose the most? Everything. <laughs> What's the dish you cook best? Um, everything. Wow, very confident and right on the timer. You did it. You made it. Yeah. Well done. Okay, you made that. You made that look pretty easy because you had some time to think in some of those as well, and you still got it under time. <laughs> awesome. All right, cool. All right, so you ready for today's topic? I am. You had me stumped on the what I cook best because. I'm in the helper's place as far as the, the cooking goes. Okay. I just, you know, I dice up the onions um, so my lady doesn't cry. Um, oh. I bring it, I, you know, I I, uh, I flip everything while it's in the oil so she doesn't get burned. I just, uh, you know, I'm in the help. I'm in the helping place. But oh, everything that's comes cute. Out. So you're like a sous chef. Yeah, pretty much. I'm in training. Okay, so as long as the dish requires onions and turning because of oil, then you can do really good at it. Right. I'm also great at shucking oysters. Okay, that's okay. I think we can forgive that. I think that's okay. It's a little bit of strength. <laughs> cool. Okay, so today I thought it would be kind of interesting to, I came across a list recently of uh, seven of the weirdest UK laws. And it got me thinking, because I really wanted to have you on the podcast, um, I'm sure that if we have weird laws, I'm sure the US has some pretty strange laws as well. So I thought maybe we could compare the two. Okay. Uh, I'm definitely interested to hear what your strange laws are, because I know a few. Of ours or yours? Um, of US strange laws. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe, hopefully they're different, because then you can, you can uh, give us some new ones. Um, well, let's just start with the US then. So I'm getting this from the lawyerportal.com. Um, this one made me laugh when I came across it. Uh, it's illegal to drive blindfolded in Alabama. <laughs> and only Alabama though. Only in Alabama. Everywhere else is fine. <laughs> just Thankfully, Alabama. I'm in New York. I could just throw my blindfold on and go wherever I need to go. <laughs> Perfect. Um, well, this got the whoever wrote this um, got the idea of putting together other strange driving laws from America. And uh, here's just a few. You can't wash your neighbor's car without permission in Los Angeles, but only Los Angeles. Wow. 
That's crazy. It's not a state law, apparently. <laughs> so it must be like to a direct situation, right? Like ever since one guy right. washed that car without permission, they had to make this law. There's like the precedent now. You can't do that with your neighbor's car. Um, I wonder who the guy was that was upset. That was like, hey, I told you not to wash my car. <laughs> that That's what I should have researched before this. That would have been the better story, I think. Um, okay, the next one is, it's illegal to drive while your dog is tethered <clears throat> to your car in Alaska. Wow, that's crazy. Because most people in Alaska are, uh, aren't they driven by dogs, by bobsled, right? Wait, is that really a thing? No, it's not really a okay. thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Because, like, I know Alaska is, like, a kind of odd place, but surely they have, like, roads and stuff. They didn't make Apparently, that. you're not allowed to do that anymore, I guess. You're no longer allowed to tether your dogs to your car and have them pull it. Well, I should hope not. Imagine a dog trying to keep up with your damn car. That's crazy. Okay. Um, you you can't drive a car in reverse in public roads in Arizona. Huh. Now, what if you're turning, though? Yeah, well, like, what if it's... Right. What like, if what you're if backing you into like, a... If you need to, like, parallel park? park or something, you have to go backwards a little bit. So would that technically be illegal? I guess. What state is this in? Arizona. All right, not going there. Don't go there. Unless you can just park forwards and then immediately drive forwards as you come out the space. Arizona is just a huge desert, too. It's not even like there's a bunch of people coming behind you to where you can't back up. Yeah, weird. Um, weird. You're not right. <laughs> this one's kind of crazy. You're not allowed to drive a black car on a Sunday in Denver, Colorado, specifically Denver. What if it's a funeral? You can't have them on a Sunday, apparently. You can't have a funeral on God's day? That's crazy. <laughs> nonsense. Doesn't even make any sense. That is nonsense. What do people do when they die in Colorado? I think you have to wait till Monday for the funeral or have it the Saturday. If you die on the Saturday, then just wait, you know, for a while. Okay. And the last one in these uh, driving themed laws, it's illegal to run out of gas in Youngstown, Ohio. Youngstown? Is that how you say it? Yeah. It's funny that it's only in Youngstown. Yeah. So specific. You're not allowed to run out of gas in Youngstown? No. You can't, like, I'm guessing that means you can't accidentally run out of gas somewhere. So you just screwed, I guess. I wonder if that's an arrestable charge. I, surely that's just like a fine or something if you have to be, or like a ticket, or you know, it can't be. Ohio's a whole whole world in its own, so you never know. Mm. Well, you mentioned funerals, and that made me think of one that I saw for the UK. Okay. Let me see if I can find it. Here it is. Okay. So according to the Manchester Evening News, one of the harshest and saddest UK laws states you are not allowed to linger after a funeral. In 2015, a man stayed an extra 20 minutes at his wife's funeral and was charged £160 just so grave diggers could continue their work. Jeez. Kind of crazy. He couldn't even say bye to his wife properly. 20 minutes too long, £160 fine. I mean, you had to be doing something more than just standing there for the people not to be able to bury her, you know? Yeah. 
just so grave diggers yeah it does say grave diggers could continue their work so maybe he you was know, getting in their way sir you have to leave <laughs> and then there. he must have refused to leave so that police would have been called and then they would have had to like fine him in court for this to then be a precedent there's a lot of steps for this to have become law which is kind of crazy yeah well cops have to deal with a lot of weird stuff they do um I'm guessing this is probably the same for the US as well, because one of the UK ones is dressing up as a police officer or a soldier is breaking the law, even if it's at a fancy dress party or Halloween. Oh, of course. So, yeah. But wait, don't you guys have like strippers that dress like police officers and stuff and knock on people's doors? Or is that just movies? That's just movies. Yeah, I don't think you could hire a stripper. Actually, you know what? You probably do whatever you want. Maybe maybe it's real life. I don't know. But <laughs> also, also there probably Halloween costumes and stuff like that. And I think um, like uh, pretending to be an officer, you have to actually be pretending to be an officer for a criminal reason, right? Right. Okay. So like trying. So if you're like, I'm a police officer. Get out of your car. Right. You're in a whole lot of trouble. But if you're like, I'm a police officer and then you're a stripper like if people know you know what i mean i, hear so I don't that. think they'd be in trouble well our law is kind of strict i don't know how much they'd stick to it but it says here that under the seamen's and soldiers false characters act 1906 and the police act of 1996 it is illegal to impersonate a police officer or member of the armed forces if you are caught it could land you with a custodial sentence apparently so you could go to jail for this What's a custodial sentence? It just means it's prison. But like you have you have a job where you have to like every morning go to the court and sweep up and clean up maybe? Um, no, I think they just refer to it as a custodial sentence. You have to be in custody. So in jail or police or, or prison, depending on where you end up. I think you get in serious trouble for that out here. I know somebody that was pretending to be a police officer and I'm pretty sure he went to jail for like six years for it. Wait, what was he actually doing as he was pretending to be an officer? Oh, a whole bunch of stuff, but I think it boils down to the fact that he was pretending to be a police officer while he was mm -hmm. doing it. Okay, all right. So I would say doing that in around here, you have to, is if you're doing it for like gain in some way, you will go to jail for probably five years. If you're just dressing up as a police officer, you'll probably they'll probably just drive you home or some shit. Hmm. Well, here's a weird one. If you're in Louisiana, don't try to send anyone a surprise pizza or you'll have to pay heavily for this appalling gesture, a whole $500 fine. You can't surprise people with pizza if you're ever there. Just, just, <laughs> just so you're aware. Do, does it mean like when you call a pizza place and send a pizza to somebody's house? Yeah, well, they've titled it as um, sending an unsolicited pizza. <laughs> it's probably after hundreds of phone calls they had to make this law. Yeah, I think hundreds so. of pranks. I think this has happened a lot. I think a lot of children have probably done this, to be fair. Yeah, 500 prank pizzas. I've definitely called the police when I was a kid. Wait, you called the police? Yeah, hasn't everyone done that as a child called 911 at some point? Wait, what did you say? Wait, what happened? You have to tell me at least one of them. Um, I can't really remember exactly, but I'm pretty sure that um, 
me and my cousin weren't allowed to watch Power Rangers because we'd get all hyped up and fight each other. <laughs> and um, I'm pretty sure we called the police and we said that, that we're, our parents weren't letting us watch Power Rangers. What? Yeah. Do you remember what they said? Like what the I, I, I think it was power, well, they knew we were kids right away and they were like, stop playing around on the phone. But uh I'm pretty sure it was because of Power Rangers or something like that. We got we got in a lot of trouble though, but I don't know. <laughs> That's very funny. Calling the police Has, parents. Is that not something every kid has done at one point? Calling police? I don't think I've ever done that, no. And I was I wasn't allowed to watch a lot of stuff as a kid, and I don't think I ever <laughs> called the police about it <laughs> but maybe i'm the weird one maybe other people who are listening to this have done the same you never know maybe um apparently if you're in new jersey you can't be found wearing a bulletproof vest while committing a crime what if you're not committing a crime then it's okay yeah it's not making sense because it says you'll be charged with whatever the crime is but also would be charged additionally for trying to protect yourself against bullet wounds <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of crazy but i think i, I think get it a... i think it's to stop like because obviously if the police are trying to apprehend you and then you have a bulletproof vest on they're trying to prevent that i don't know i, I don't I know think, i think you'll be arrested just just for having a bulletproof vest no matter what well they're saying here that it's a specific additional charge so i mean maybe you'll be arrested but what do they charge you with wearing a bulletproof vest i think it's um i don't know it's probably some bullshit that they made up to make it try to make sense but um i'm pretty sure that you do get in trouble for having a bulletproof vest in the majority of the u.s Maybe we have something similar here for stab proof vests because a lot of people wear stab proof vests, but I don't seem I don't see. Well, can you buy can you buy that anywhere? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, well, no, I mean it's not like you can go to your local shops and just get it, but yeah, I mean yeah, that's how it is with a bulletproof vest. You can only really get it from like a a gun place or okay, like, probably not even because you sh people shouldn't be shooting at you. Yeah, you know. That's so like in the US, it's kind of like, hey, if people are shooting at you, like, hey, you, you might have put yourself there in this situation. <laughs> so it's like preempting that you're a criminal. Yeah, just by, by yeah. virtue of wearing one. That's fair. That's yeah, fair. Except, I mean, except we have shootings once a week everywhere. So we should probably just get them probably the way should we should all have vests, like all of you. Yeah. It's constant now. It's ridiculous. We should get it monthly to our house, like a subscription. A monthly bulletproof vest subscription. Yeah, for being American. We should float that idea. Someone will pick it up. Somebody. Somebody. Amazon, surely. Jeff Bezos isn't doing much, right? Oh, no, no he's, he's it up now, isn't he? It's someone else. Isn't that other people? I think Jeff Bezos is going to space. Yeah, he's given up the whole Amazon thing. Whoever yeah, took over yeah. from him, if you're listening, which you probably are, um, not, the, not to the podcast, but like through my phone or something, um, that's a good idea. Yeah. All right. Did you ever go trick or treating as a kid? I did. What about as an adult? No. Okay, that's good because if you lived in Chesapeake City, Virginia, if you're over 14 years old, you cannot trick or treat. Adults involved in the trick or treating festivities must only be accompanying a child and not engaging in any trick or treating themselves. I agree. I'm with it. I think that's fair. 
I think it's fair. I don't even think that's weird. I think if like a 40 year old dude turned up to my house saying trick or treat, I'd call the police. Absolutely. Yeah. By the way, under 14s are also um, subject to a curfew of 8 p.m. in the same same place, Chesapeake City. So again, wow. I agree. I don't want like a 13 year old at my house at like 10 o'clock at night. Right. Saying trick or treat because I don't know what the treat's going to be. They're probably going to throw something at me. And I don't oh, know. so that's for Halloween only. That yeah. curfew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Specifically for Halloween trick or treating. Okay. Um. <laughs> In Vermont, women must get permission from their husbands if they want to get false teeth. Why, why their husbands? I truly don't know. I have so many questions. I have yeah. so many questions. Same. Because the first thing that popped into my, my mind was like those dentures. So I'm like, why would like a 70 plus year old woman need to get permission to get like dentures like sure also who's gonna be the person to say absolutely not (laughs) you have you i i am against you having any teeth at all i forbid it no teeth (laughs) not in this house (laughs) um yeah i still have so i don't understand that like what if what if it's a single woman what if she's a widow? Like, there's just so many questions. I don't know what they're doing over in Vermont. That doesn't sound right. I'm going to I'm gonna move to Vermont so women can pay me to agree to let them get teeth. <laughs> but you have to be their husband. They can't, the you can't sing, just be a random man. <laughs> oh, man. There goes the whole it's market. Gonna be, it's going to be a whole new market hustle. just crashed. <laughs> but that might be the way to get to a million. You could just marry a bunch of them, right? And then just get divorced. Just a bunch of smiling old women. Yeah, with great Love teeth. <laughs> That's a great service. I think you should do it. Yeah. Um, all right, back to the UK. So uh, Section 12 of the Licensing Act 1872 states, every person found drunk on any licensed premises shall be liable to, to a penalty. So you could face a 200 pounds pa- fine if you are found intoxicated in a pub or another public place. I feel like this is an insane law because then everyone would be subject to this fine. So you're not allowed to be drunk in the bar is what it says? No. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Oh. Are you allowed to be drunk outside? No, because then you get like disorderly conduct or some shit. And you definitely can't drink outside either. So I don't really know where you're supposed to be drunk, I guess at home. And where is this? This is in the UK. Oh, they must have a problem in this city. I mean, yeah, we, we have we have a massive drinking problem. <laughs> drinking is a massive problem. <laughs> like, it's kind of crazy. We drink a lot in this country. Um, but this law, I've never seen this enforced ever. Like everyone's drunk in a pub. So I, I don't know. And this, this is, is wait, this is for the whole UK? No way. Yeah. No way. I know. Makes zero sense. That's crazy. The police department is probably booming. <laughs> With tickets, right? A hundred percent. I mean, I've never seen this. Like, I've seen so many drunk people in my lifetime. I personally have been incredibly drunk in various pubs. And I've never 
never you can't it. even say that that's incriminating oh that's right in theory hypothetically allegedly <laughs> <laughs> well speaking of drunk people it's an offense to sell alcohol to a person who is drunk or disorderly under the license act licensing oh my god i can't speak today licensing act 2003 the person who sells alcohol to someone who is drunk can be issued with a fixed penalty notice of 90 pounds by the police no <laughs> that's literally like every shop owner would have to pay this yeah who's enforcing these things again i don't think they're being enforced they just exist and have never been overturned they just are there they're like from 1813 yeah well the other one was 1872 this one was 2003 but i don't i don't know oh wow i know it's only like 19 years ago so yeah, apparently the police could just rock up and give you a fine of £90 and it could be increased to £1,000 if it ends up going to court. So. Yeah, okay. Kind of no, crazy. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. We have one here um, in Texas that, you know, like I said, I don't think this is enforced either, but um, if you are a restaurant owner, you want you have to have sweet tea on your menu. Or you're subject to a fine. That can't be real. Yeah, you have to have homemade sweet tea. Why was it such a problem before that not clearly not enough places had sweet tea and everyone was just raging about it <laughs> and they created this law? That's insane. So they're forcing businesses to have the, sweet tea. I figure it's just part of the culture. And when a lot of people started moving there and opening up restaurants, they were like, hey, you have to have sweet tea <laughs> or, uh, or we're not going to allow you to be open. <laughs> okay. That makes a bit more sense. That makes yeah. a bit more sense. Um, well, did you, do you like bingo? Have you ever played bingo? I played bingo. Play bingo. Okay. So if you're a bingo lover back in the States here, um, you'll hate to find out that a game cannot last more than five hours in North Carolina. It's even worse if you like a little glass of wine while playing, because in this state, it is illegal to be intoxicated while playing bingo. So you can't be drunk. What state is that? You can't play for more than five hours in North Carolina. Wow. So don't go there if you want to play bingo. Who wants to play bingo for five hours anyway? I don't, I've never actually played bingo. It's okay. It's pretty fun. Is it? Isn't it like a, an old people game? Yeah, but they have prizes and old people are pretty lit unless their husbands don't let them get teeth. <laughs> I mean, Those I'd be pretty mad if my husband didn't let me get teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be a good time. I wouldn't. <laughs> um, back to the UK, section 32 of the Salmon Act of 1986. Now I just want to stop. We have a whole salmon act here. Wow. Which is truly amazing. Um, <laughs> Section 32 stipulates that it's an offense to handle salmon under suspicious circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> this section creates an offense in England and Wales for any person who receives or disposes of any salmon in any circumstances where they believe or could reasonably believe that the salmon has been illegally fished. The maximum penalty is two years imprisonment. 
Two years? Two years in prison. Yeah. For being a shady salmon? Yep. If it, if wow. you could reasonably believe that the salmon was illegal, illegally fished, you could go to prison for two years. Whoa. It's kind of how not. are they gonna how can they prove that this fish was fished illegally? What if I got it from a bear? <laughs> okay, I, I think that comes under suspicious circumstances. <laughs> okay, all right. Looks like I'm going to jail. <laughs> I think I think if that's your explanation when you're caught with this salmon, I got it from a bear. That's the first thing. <laughs> that's the first clue that you know there's there's something wrong here. You know. I think you actually get an extra year for the bear. So. <laughs> yeah. That might be a three-year sentence. Um, Let's change pace here. Let's go to Australia. Victoria, Australia. Um, This was actually revised, but under Victorian law, changing a light bulb without a valid license was against the law. So uh, taking your light into your own hands brought a fine of 10 Australian dollars. However, a revision to the 1998 Electricity Safety Act updated this law. A spokeswoman for Energy Safe Victoria said that while the Electricity Safety Act makes it illegal to do your own electrical work if you are not licensed, changing a light bulb and removing a plug from a socket was specifically exempted from this requirement. Okay, so that's yeah, fair. You changed your own bulb before 1998 in Australia or removed a plug from a socket you could be fined. Why don't they trust their people? I truly don't know. I don't know, but that's insane. Like, how could you even? Australia has trust issues. <laughs> Is that the takeaway from? <laughs> it does. Why don't you? Why don't you trust Australians to to do their own light bulbs? Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of crazy. You have to get a licensed electrician to do that. Otherwise, you could face a fine. Well, this was before 98. At least they've exempted it now. So, you know, all is good now, I think. So they're a little less insecure these days. Yeah, they can they can trust people with their own bulbs now. I think, you know, okay. they can plug a charger in and remove it from the socket. It's fine. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> right, Lex, do you smile at people? Do you smile at strangers when you're walking down the street? You live in New York, so I'm guessing it's probably a no. <laughs> I do, I do, but one of my biggest pet peeves is I, I will smile at the occasional like um older person that walks by because in New York for the most part all old people are super scared and just crunched up and looking at the floor. Um, so I smile at older people, and um, for the most part they just look back at me and grunt usually, and I realize I should have never smiled in the first place. But yeah, I still do it. Well, at least you still do it. Don't let their attitudes change you, Lex. You do what you have to do. Um, um, the people, I find the people in London, I mean, granted, I've only been there once. Um, don't kill me. But I, I find the people in London to be super rude as well. Just the random um, goers on the tube, I guess you call it. Yeah, the um, tube. everyone says the same thing. Even people in this country say the exact same thing. So don't worry. You won't I tried to get a lighter once and um, man. That was tough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't just spit on the floor when I asked them. <laughs> Wait, how long ago were you in London? Um, I want to say maybe maybe seven years ago. Wow. Okay, so it's been a while. 
Um, yeah, it's pretty much the same. <laughs> no, but I love London. I think it's really funny because I can see that perspective for a lot of people, but I always have a really great time. Like Generally speaking, people are always very friendly to me. Um, it's a big city. It's a big city thing where people yeah. are coming and going all day long and everyone's tired. Definitely. I think it's the whole rat race thing, right? So, you know, they're busy. Nobody wants to be on public transport. They just want to get home. Like, it's expensive to live there. So everyone's thinking about bills and rent. So I think, yeah, I, I think many big cities, you're not going to find the friendliest people, like not like you would in maybe like the suburbs or wherever. Um, so yeah, it's definitely a lot friendlier the further you go out of London. But yeah, I tend to have pretty great experiences on the tube, apart from, you know, the odd your um interesting human let's say um well speaking of the reason i brought up smiling if you were in milan in italy um it is a legal requirement to smile at all times except at funerals or hospitals <laughs> so, yeah um it's a city regulation from Austro-Hungarian times that was never repealed. Um, so it's the law. You have to smile. The exemptions include funeral goers, hospital workers, or those at the bedside of an ill family member. Everybody and those else. Those are the only no times you're allowed to not smile. Yeah, you can still be fined if they choose to, because it's still a law. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. I had a. I used to have an overnight job at a Toys R Us. Okay. Um, stocking shelves and um, my manager once told me he's like hey it's a rule in Toys R Us that you have to smile and I told him I said you know we're working overnight there's nobody in the store it's three o'clock in the morning and he was like yeah it doesn't matter you still have to smile and uh he told me about two or three times and I wound up quitting because the guy wouldn't let me just be tired <laughs> He kept saying, you have to smile. I said, there's nobody here except me and you. You're the only person I've talked to all night. And I think he just wanted you to smile at him. I think he just, he might have just liked your smile. Or just a, he's, I think he's just a weird controlling manager. Probably. Just, you know, just like one of those places where I've worked here for six years. I tell everybody what to do. Yeah. Well, all right. So it's not just smiles that Italians take very seriously, Lex. Uh, it's also illegal not to walk your dog at least three times a day in Turin. So, uh, Honestly, dog for the dog, that's great. Hey? For the dog, that's great. The dog is loving life. Unless it's like a lazy dog, they are absolutely loving this law. Um, dog owners in Turin, Italy will be fined up to 500 euros if they don't walk their pets at least three times a day under a new law from the city's council. Wow. Yeah, so it's I not just an old one, this is new. How would you know, though? Like, how would they know? They can't keep track of how many times each individual dog owner goes out. But there's a police, they have undercover police officers that sit outside your house and they count. <laughs> Do you know what? That's way more reasonable than what I thought. I was like, can you imagine if there was like a little doggy helpline? <laughs> <laughs> it's the poop police. <laughs> I don't even smoke weed. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just pictured like this little dog on a little phone. 
<laughs> okay, I have problems. Um, okay. Uh, let's go back to the US. It's against the law to have a sleeping donkey in your bathtub after 7 p.m. in Arizona. I mean, yeah, honestly, that's way too late to have donkey sleeping in your bathtub. It's just, it's just rude. What are you thinking? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You've already sacrificed your whole afternoon with this donkey in your bathtub. Anything after seven is just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, it's going to get soggy. Well, the law was brought into effect after a public menace case in 1924. A merchant used to allow his donkey to sleep in a bathtub, and when the town flooded, the donkey was washed a mile down the valley. Sorry. <sighs> the donkey survived, but locals spent a lot of time and manpower to save the animal. This law was passed shortly after. But if it was a tornado, the donkey would have been fine. So now what? <laughs> now what's the situation? <laughs> now so what's if a the law? You're supposed to get in the bathtub if a tornado comes. So if a tornado's <laughs> coming and it's 9 p.m. and I can't put my donkey <laughs> in the bathtub because it's against the law, it's going <laughs> to die. You're going to have to decide, is it worth saving your donkey and facing a fine? Or do you just let your donkey go? <laughs> like, Just thoughts and prayers and hope for the best. Yeah, I'm just going to take the fine and, and hug up with my donkey in the bathtub. I think that's cool. As long as it's a fine. They don't specify. Let's hope it's not prison time. That's kind of crazy. Who's going to feed my donkey then? <laughs> your donkey's not going to eat. All right, well, I have another very specific law, again, from the US. It's illegal to pass wind in a public place after 6 p.m. on Thursdays in Florida. Of course it's Florida. <laughs> of course it is. But I just love the specificity. It's after 6 p.m. and only on Thursdays. Like, if it was a Friday, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> It's so All the weird laws are in Florida. Um, so according to the lawyerportal.com, it's never really been enforced in Florida, but it was probably written in the 1800s. It's not clear why this ever became a law or a rumoured law in the first place. Sheesh. It's kind of it's nuts. Very specific, though. Um, let's move over to Scotland, so just north of me. Uh, you must let anyone use your toilet if they ask in Scotland. No way. If you need the toilet, you can knock on someone's door and ask to use their bathroom. And by law, they cannot deny you. No way. What if it's a vampire? Wait, okay. See, where does your brain go? <laughs> I thought mine was bad with the doggy helpline. Literally just a regular human would be an issue. Or you can't make me let a stranger in my house. But no, you had to go to a vampire. Because a vampire can't come in your house unless you let it. Yeah, you have they have to be invited, which is But what exactly if they're in why. Scotland and they ask to use the bathroom? Now you have to let the vampire in your house. It's kind of nuts. Yeah, it's kind of nuts. All right. Would you like? Would you do that? Like, if you lived in Scotland and then you found out about this law, would you just risk it, or would you actually just let strangers use your bathroom? Well, what's the punishment? I guess the guy going to the bathroom right in front of my house, right? 
let me google this because i need i actually do need to know the punishment so i've just googled scotland toilet law and apparently this is something that has been googled a lot hmm it's not telling me it just says it comes from an extension of the old scottish common law requiring hospitality to be shown to all guests and while it has never been formally authorised by Parliament, it's still enforceable. I That's don't insane. think anything would happen. Surely not. That's insane. That's insane. But Googling that has brought me to the Herald Scotland um, website, heraldscotland.com, and they have a bunch of weird laws that are specifically Scottish. Um, Without permission from the train operator, it is illegal to sing or chant on train carriages. I can what? get behind that. I can absolutely get behind that. I hate, I hate when I've been on a train. I was on one recently from Nottingham and for like an hour and a half, I had people on the train that had just been like watching the football or something, singing some rubbish for the entire train ride. It would have been great if they could have been arrested for that. In New, in New York, we have a lot of really artsy people that do it. And for the most part, it's not bad. I've seen some weird like bits of footage where people will just randomly break into song and dance on the subway. It looks kind of yeah. scary at times. Did you see the one where it, they, it was the cast of The Lion King and the cast of Aladdin uh, like song yeah. battled on the train? No, but I may have to Google that. Was it good? Yeah. It sounds good. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Has that ever happened to you? Do you get the subway often? Yeah, but for the most part, I get kids trying to sell me fruit roll-ups or people banging on uh, like um, buckets and playing drums. Oh, that sounds How like many a very dancers lively place. I don't really get that on the tube in, in London. Um, yeah, the tube isn't as exciting. You might just have, you know, people asking for money um nothing seen, no like poems no no dance battles i've not seen anything like that on the tube but my, my one time going on the tube i saw somebody singing what on the tube because yeah. sometimes not, like you can on bus... the train in the station yeah so you can busk in the stations um you need a permit and stuff i don't even know if they're allowed to now in covid times but um yeah, you used to be able to busk and then you needed a little permit thing, which some people did get. And so, yeah, there'd be music playing in stations, especially like like right in the city center. Um, but yeah, a lot of people train. go a lot of people go to New York and perform on the subway just for the amount of foot traffic and people that see them. Yeah. And um, for the most part, it's pretty good, to be honest. Yeah, that's true. I've seen a lot of, I mean, I can't say that for New York, but I've seen a lot of very, very talented people who busk in um, tube stations. So I can imagine that's true for New York as well. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything exciting on uh, Manchester transport. So up here we've got um, mainly, I mean, we have trains as well, but the main mode of transportation here is uh, the tram. Uh -huh. And uh, yeah, nothing that exciting happens on the Metro. I mean, we have a lot of people in Manchester that um, do the drug spice, you know, K2. Yeah. Um, so we have some interesting things happening, but they're not like musical or, or entertaining in that way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> people aren't smoking K2 and, and breaking out into song and dance. 
No, more like fighting invisible people and losing oftentimes. <laughs> um, I mean, it's still interesting to watch, but it's not as, you know, not as nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Another bizarre one from Scotland. According to the Licensing Act of 1872, it's an offence to be drunk while in charge of a cow, horse, carriage or steam engine or while in the possession of a loaded firearm. If found guilty, you could be jailed for up to 51 weeks. One week short of a year. Wow. Yeah. I yeah. understand the loaded firearm thing, though. Don't be drunk and have a loaded firearm. Also can't drive a train. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, no, a only, only a steam engine. <laughs> a regular train is fine, apparently. Oh, Electric God. train, you'll be okay. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's another one uh, this is probably after I can imagine the circumstances for this one it's illegal for a boy under the age of 10 to see a naked mannequin fair enough yeah I, but like who, who gets arrested for that it can't be the kid I don't know somebody must have sued a place for it and that was that and they made the rule and, then, and it's just a rule. Makes no sense, but it's there. Um, all right. I think that's enough. Do you have any other American ones that you've thought of while we were talking that are crazy? I know there's a day once a year in North Carolina that you're not allowed to wear blue pants. That you're not allowed to wear what? Uh, blue pants. Blue pants? Yeah. Okay. Hold on. I forget which day it is, but there's a day in North Carolina that you cannot wear blue pants. Let me see. I have to I have to know about this. All right, I typed in North Carolina blue and the first thing that came up was North Carolina blue jeans. Yeah, see, is that what it is? Blue jeans? Oh no, wait, no, that's a style of jean. <laughs> Hang on. Apparently it's a style of jean by Dickies. Um no. Hang on. Blue pants law. Oh, I see blue pants Wednesdays. All right. No blue right. pants or shorts on Wednesdays in North Carolina. Oh, it's every Wednesday? Yeah. Come on. Come on, North Carolina. Wait, I think this is specific to WWE wrestlers. Is it? Which makes this even weirder. Okay, this is a... <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, this is according to menshealth.com. I'm so confused. Um, okay, talking about the wrestlers can't wear blue pants on Wednesdays in North Carolina. Yeah, no wow. throwing opponents over the ropes. Okay, don't speak your mind. Female wrestlers have to attend all shows. No low blows, no blading, no pile driving. Female wrestlers have to attend all shows. Apparently, regardless of whether they have to fight or not, WWE's female wrestlers are required to attend the entirety of a match. Well, kind of disrespectful, but we'll move past that. Um, get your own car, no third party interference, dress and heels required for female superstars. Zero punching, no props without approval, no social media posts without permission, no cursing, no real names. Don't steal moves. No more wrestling after a cut. No ropes during entrances. Where's the blue jeans? 
Business casual is required for events, no chokeholds, certain words aren't allowed, appearances must be approved, no blue pants or shorts on Wednesdays in North Carolina. So wrestlers can't wear blue bottoms if they have an appearance on a Wednesday in North Carolina. Um, and that is a rule that is actually on WWE.com. Well, enforce your rules, WWE. Do what you have to do. No boot pants on Wednesdays in North Carolina. That is so ridiculous. Like, that's honestly, it makes no sense. Like, why specifically blue? I have no idea. Oh, okay. So they explain it on their website. So it says the state that is perhaps most closely associated with baby blue, thanks in equal part to the popularity of Charlotte favorite Ric Flair and to the white and blue colors of the University of North Carolina Tar Heels. Um, they disallow trunks of that color and for just one day of the week. Why this ban is limited to hump day remains a mystery, though the heads of the now defunct Jim Crockett Promotions, WCW's pre predecessor, uh, must be grateful in hindsight that the rule oddity did not come into effect until well after JCP stopped taping its television Wednesday nights. Okay, so they don't explain it. They just they just they kind of do with the Tar Heels. <laughs> I think that's their that's their color. That's why. Okay, okay, that was a weird one. That was very weird. Okay, cool. Let's let's move on. <laughs> So we're now under the final segment of the show, and this segment is called Mahakama, which is a Swahili word for court, specifically high court. Uh, this is the segment of the show, Lex, where I like to basically judge things and people. Okay. Um, I'm trying to be less, less judgmental in my life. I'm trying to have more grace. And so I figured if I have a space on this podcast where I can just judge people and things and behaviors and all that kind of stuff then it means in my regular life i should be able to show more grace that makes sense right yeah i think cool. so okay so uh, this is where i give our guest co-host um a scenario and um you you can join in as well so i'll ask you mercy or no mercy for the person or people in question um Obviously, there are no real consequences. This is just for us. Uh, so today's I found from uh, Reddit. I don't know if you're ever on the subreddit, Am I the Arsehole? Uh, no, I'm not familiar. Okay, it's great. People basically post random scenarios that they've been in and ask Redditors. Is that what they're called? I don't know. Reddit users. Yes, I used to, I used to look at this on, before Reddit, they used to do this on Yahoo Answers. Oh, okay. Yes. Very similar. Except you vote here on whether you believe the person's an asshole or not in the situation. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. It's amazing. Great. Honestly, I've spent so many of my hours of my life <laughs> on this subreddit. It's so great. Um, so today's heading is, am I the asshole not accepting dad dating my aunt after mum died? So the story goes, my mum passed away last year. So now it's just me. This is a 15 year old writing this, by the way. Uh, so now it's just me, my sister, brother and dad. My parents got together when they were in school and have stayed together all their life. They were amazing parents and basically had the perfect love life before my mum got sick. I always wanted to find a love like them, just the one person I would be with all my life. I was always really close with her and miss her so much. Dad said the same and promised her that he'd never love anyone else like he loved her. However, Dad came to us last week and talked to us saying that he wanted to get with our aunt. 
She's been helping us since mum died and we've spent a lot of time with her and our cousins. Apparently, dad and her fell in love now and want to be together. They Obviously, killed her. <laughs> they fucking killed her. That's oh it. my God. As if that's where your brain it. went. Close it. Shut, open and shut case. Oh my God. Okay. Oh. I don't think that's I'm what they said, but too. sure. Every time. <laughs> Every time. So she says, obviously I was furious and told him that he couldn't and that he was betraying mum. My brother agreed with me, but our sister thinks it's okay somehow and tried to get us to listen to dad's betrayal. Dad Whoa. promised... <laughs> Stockholm. <laughs> it's kind of nuts, I know. Uh, dad promised mum that he wouldn't get with someone else. If it was someone new he found, then maybe I could forget it, forgive him. But it was mum's sister. Mum would never accept it. I would never date my sister's partner. That's disgusting. He's just betraying her in a horrible way. And like, what about our cousins? Are they going to be our siblings now? It's all so weird and wrong. Dad tried to talk to me about it, but he won't really listen and thinks that it's fine. If he really loved mum, he would never do this. I told him he's not my dad anymore. If he cares more about sex than mum and have just refused to talk to him anymore. I want nothing to do with him and I don't care if it's hurt him. He deserves it. I think it's disgusting what he's doing. I don't understand how he can just not care about mum anymore. She would hate this if she knew about it, but my sister keeps trying to tell me that I'm being unfair and selfish and to give dad and aunt a chance to this, on this. But he made my mum a promise and there's no breaking it with her. Um, yeah, and she just goes on to clarify that dad is allowed to date again. While I probably wouldn't be super happy, I would let him date someone new, but dating mum's sister is wrong. So there's a few bits here. Um, Obviously, we don't ask, am I the arsehole? In this instance, we'd say mercy or no mercy. So for this 15-year-old that wrote this in for basically telling her dad that he's wrong and she doesn't have a dad anymore, mercy or no mercy for her? Can I, before I answer, Yes. what, what was the polls? What did it come out to? Let's see. It's still being voted on because it's kind of new. Okay, I'm saying no mercy. No mercy for her? No. <gasps> okay, give your reasons. They're murderers. No, I'm talking about the girl that wrote this in, the 15-year-old daughter. I mean, yeah, she's she's great. What did she do wrong? She didn't do anything. I she's assume the they're saying... asking if she's the asshole. So we're saying, we're starting with her. No, she's not the really asshole. Mercy. No, she's not. Okay. I'm saying that no mercy for the father is what I'm trying to say. That's, okay, good. All right, so we agree. So yes, mercy for her. She's a 15-year-old girl and obviously she's looking at her dad get with her dead mum sister. That's kind of crazy. All right, yeah, come so on, yeah, man. so for the dad, you're saying no are they? In a, are they in a small town? Are their neighbours like 45 minutes away? Well, I mean, it's, I guess they've been spending more time, so they must have been kind of close by. Um, but, Weird. But Not she's, cool. She's her mum's sister. Like, that's nuts. I can see why she has an issue with this. Um, so I'm well, guessing so you said no mercy himself. for the dad, right? <laughs> Wait, say that's that again. He needs some self-control. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. No. Um, so you're saying no mercy for him, which I absolutely agree with. Come on, they're crazy. What a, what a couple of gross people. They're murderers. They definitely killed her. That's number one. Number two, even if it was a freak accident by some small circumstance. She's saying this, that her mom got sick. Like, unless they were yeah, poisoning. Yeah, by poisoning. It. 
<laughs> they were putting fish food in her food every day for a year. Wait, can fish food make you sick? I don't know. I made that up, but it oh, probably okay. isn't good for you. Okay. Yeah, um, that's terrible. Poor girl. That's awful. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. Mercy for her because you know she would be, she should be pissed off by this. And no mercy for the dad that's disgusting. No mercy for the aunt either because that's your dead sister's husband. Gross. You're so kinky. Gross. Chill out. Super gross. And this girl had a really good point. Like this, they've got cousins. So yeah, are they supposed to now be like half siblings? Exactly. Half cousins. That's weird. Or step. If it happened, if it happened once by accident, whatever. Shut the fuck up. Don't be weird again. Yeah, not trying to be like, oh, we're in love now. We're going to get together. Gross. Oh, man, that's creepy. That means that was happening before. Yeah, agreed. He died, 100%. 100%, I agree. All right, well, we agree on that one. Perfect. Okay, well, we have come to the end. Murderers. (laughs) We've come to the end of the episode. Is there anything that you would like to promote or let the listeners know about? Um... I got a bunch of stuff going on. Just follow um, I Battle Promo on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Perfect. I will add that in the description as well, so you can find that there. You've got loads of events coming up. Um, I I told you before I'm trying to get to New York to um to come to an event, and I see you've got one on the 20th of August. So I might try and make it to that one. I saw um today that Red Flag and Real Sick has been announced. Yes, ma'am. That should be everything we hope it should be. Oh, that is honestly extremely exciting. Um, yeah. I've seen both of them perform here in the UK and massive fan of theirs. So yeah, I'm going to try. I'm going to try my best to get myself to New York and um, go around that time so I can go to that event. So um, yeah, I'll put all the details in the description about that as well. That's awesome. I appreciate you for having me too. Cool. Well, thank you. That was very fun. And to the listeners, if you like this episode, share with a friend and go check out previous episodes. Also, give us a rating on iTunes so we can reach more listeners, please. Um, you can check out my Twitter at Linda Shapoopy to see what I'm up to and make sure you follow at Pod of Mercy on Twitter and Instagram. But until then, I shall see you in two weeks. Bye.